nasty girl. I like to drink with. This is your co-host, Chloe. (laughs) And this is your co-host, Julia. Welcome back. Thank you for tuning back in. And guess what, motherfuckers? We fixed our fucking audio. Thank God. I can't believe you guys are still listening to us. You're really, really nice. That's really nice of you. Uh, But yeah, our audio spectrum, let's test it out. Write some reviews so we can notify them about how good the quality is. Yeah, maybe like Spectrum would like sponsor our podcast because I'm sure we're the type of girls they want to represent their company. (laughs) Spectrum, we could totally be our sponsors. I know that there's people like FabFitFun that wants to sponsor us, but that's just not our style. Spectrum (laughs) and internet access is very important to us. Yeah, sorry FabFitFun, maybe next year. But anyways, we fixed it. Thank you for tuning back in. Pretty embarrassing listening to our last episode, hearing us complain about how we fixed our audio, and it was even worse last episode. It was the absolute worst. Um, So we are so sorry about that. Uh, Today, we are drinking, and we have a lot of fun games to play. So Julia, what are you drinking? (laughs) Okay, so I am drinking a nice chilled glass of menage a trois. Chloe, have you ever had a menage a trois? I've had so many at your house. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what menage a trois means? Yes. It was a part of the joke because I have drank menage a trois at your house. And yes, I had many there at your parents' house. Okay, Chloe. (laughs) And what are you drinking? I'm drinking a great Italian Pinot Grigio. It's so delicious with a huge ice cube in the center. And you know those days where you just need to drink wine to survive the rest of the day? That's how I feel. And I am so happy to be drinking wine. I'm on like a wine buzz. What about you, Julia? (laughs) Dude, I'm on a wine buzz too. Why? Because we've been talking. We were supposed to start like early. We were excited. We've been talking for like 45 minutes. Yeah, and haven't hit the record button. But that's okay because we are like warmed up now. And okay, before we get into our beloved Bachelor recap episode, we need to do um, Mm. some chat about what's been going on in Bachelor world. So basically, for anyone who didn't know, there is this video that came out of Matt James. Tyler Cameron and some of his other friends golfing and basically the video shows Matt James he's about to like uh hit the ball into the hole whatever the golf talk it is and um one of his friends is trying to distract him and starts basically body shaming Victoria and basically says something along the lines of oh, Matt, like, you know, I was looking at Victoria's body. Like, how was it? I mean, you're the one like making out with her. Like, to me, it didn't look very like good or something like that. And you can hear Tyler Cameron laughing and Matt James also kind of laughs it off. So our king, Matt, is no longer our king. Our king, no mo. Goodbye, No mo. No mo. I don't think anyone should be shamed for their body and women grow up with a lot of disorders because of this pressure. So you can't really say that, especially because Victoria has already said that she's like insecure and we don't like Victoria, 
but I defend her in this case. But yeah, Tyler, Cameron, laugh, attack. He was like, oh my God, he wouldn't stop laughing. Dude, they're honestly so disgusting because it's just like a body is a body is a body. Like everybody is beautiful. And like, I don't know, it's just like, will we ever live in a society where like women's bodies aren't like scrutinized and like there's no like fat phobia probably not if like this no no continues. and I hope that Matt James like addresses it he probably won't but now I just fucking don't like him no I don't and it's really sad that our society is brainwashed by what we think is important or not and the fact that they just just be smart and don't say that kind of shit anymore like grow up <laughs> and it's also just like accept everyone's body like everyone's body is unique and beautiful and like literally a body yeah. is something to allow us to live and like yeah and stuff like that so why is there so much emphasis on like someone's physical appearance and also it's just annoying because the bachelor is like fat phobic itself and like will not any woman over the size of a five on the show I don't think they ever have definitely not that's what I think is really weird every time they cast the show uh because everybody's so different and beautiful in its own ways and yeah it's our energy field it's our souls like it's not about what we look like Yeah, so that whole group can go fuck themselves, honestly. Mm -hmm. And they were broing down way too much. Biggest turnoff. And yeah, Gregory and I were talking about how Matt is just a bro. And when guys are bros, it's the biggest turnoff. Okay, we don't want to see that. Do you guys realize that's like frat guys, especially like not turned on by your bro, your bro moments, your bromances, like no, that is like that's a red flag to me. Like, if and your I, polo shirts, um, shoes called Sperry's, Sparrows, something like that. Such a, <sighs> I am thinking of someone, Chloe, very specific to our high school. Do you know who I'm talking about? Oh yes, I know who you're talking about. <laughs> I'm gonna sign language their initials on. Yes, <laughs> that's exactly who I'm talking about. <laughs> it's the epitome of like turn off for me. And that's not me being rude. Yeah. It's just, like, <laughs> He's the worst. He's the absolute worst. Also, when I start giving clues, Julie and I could actually now communicate through our <laughs> hands, through the camera, and you guys won't know what we're talking about. Okay, so, <laughs> so, oh, Chloe, what's your drinking word tonight? Okay, so the drinking word tonight is like. Julie and I have noticed that we are not the only ones who say like. So if anyone tries to shame us on that, these girls say more and more it's every other word every single girl just watch but every time we say like you better take a sip because I am already a few glasses down so should we get into it yes let's do it I'm excited I also want to throw out a shout out to one of my favorite podcasts date card pod they followed our Instagram which is cool as fuck I don't know why because we only have like 50 followers (laughs) and talking about our Instagram please go like our photos no one we've seen no improvement We got less once we said something. <laughs> Can people please like our photos? We get three and it's my brother or it's Julia's <laughs> mom or it's my mom. My brother likes every photo on his feed. Also, <laughs> date card podcast. Thank you so much. I love your feed. 
They're so funny. Check them out if you don't listen to so them funny. already. Um, I'm like a fan. Let's get into it. So episode four begins with another preview to the episode. I think this is just like the Bachelor's vibe now. They're just going to not start from where they ended. So basically, it begins with Anna and the Queen. And Anna is, you know, sex uh, or she's shaming sex work with a new woman. And she Anna, when she's talking shit, like, is grins her teeth and, like, does not open her mouth. And she's like, she's entertaining men for money. Money. (laughs) Has this weird ass, like, and she's, like, staring at something coming closer (laughs) and closer. And I have to say, still has not blinked. Yeah. So okay, Julia, thank you for calling out her craziness before anyone noticed. I mean, Julia knew this bitch was crazy, and she's the worst. Yeah, she triggered me. I I saw it in my third eye. But basically, (laughs) (laughs) so we get that little snapshot, and then it cuts back to Matt after Sarah left, and he's in his favorite fuzzy plaid jacket, looking sexy as ever. So sexy, literally looking over this river, contemplating life. He's like so sad. I feel like and I feel like he's very sad that Sarah left. Yeah, he really didn't want her to. And he says that, you know, he told her a lot about himself and opened up to her and how he actually questions being vulnerable again. And yeah, he's just really sad that he put himself out there and she left. Yeah, so he's pretty sad, you know, being a little sulky in his super tight black jeans. And then it's back to the girls. And basically MJ goes, Sarah left. Okay, bye. You know, when things get tough, you're just going to like pack your bags and leave. Okay, like peace. Dude, is MJ okay? MJ, the bags. Also, I swear she looked different night one. Is she aging from stress? <laughs> um, sorry, no. Um, I mean, obviously she's beautiful, but but yeah, and she's like happy that Sarah packed her bags and then Victoria has to come in and say something and says, you know, they check out the trash, talking obviously about Sarah. And Katie looks at her and she's like, she's not even here. Like, what's the point? Like, can, can we please stop this? Because I have never seen such bullying on this show though like these mm-hmm. girls are ruthless but it is like victoria and anna though like i do think a lot of the girls would be okay if they left but these girls are also still mean like they're constantly talking shit yeah i mean i would say mj is like mj and kit um are like on like that mean girl side i think but victoria definitely stirs the pot and she like creates it but you know like being silent and being a bystander can be like even worse and all these women are being silent except for our new queen fucking katie who like you know it takes a lot of guts to stand up to like a bully of a group and I understand that and so I really respect Katie so basically Victoria tells Katie to shut up um, (laughs) which is really interesting and then they talk about oh yeah they have a whole nother group date that we haven't seen yet I forgot about that I know there's three group dates this episode insane so should we get into the group date I think we definitely should um do you have the names I also have the names I don't have the names of this group date, but didn't you think it was weird that it started just at the night portion? Like it was just the cocktail part. 
did Sarah take up the whole day? <laughs> I think she did. She definitely did. Yeah, that was crazy. And the girls were even worried that he was going to cancel all of it. So I think they were all excited to see him. And yeah, so I mean, it is cute. Like, yeah, there's no activity at all. The girls just pull him aside. Yeah, it's really interesting. Dude, I have to bring up Mari. If you're listening to this, and I doubt you are based on our ratings, but I need to apologize about what I said about Maury last episode, that she looks super different with makeup on because it has been eating me alive. I've been like waiting for this moment because what I realized is, Maury, you are so beautiful and I apologize. What I was seeing was her hair was curly And it was like to one side and that makes her face look so different. Notice at the next episode when her hair is curly and to one side, she looks so different to when her hair is super straight and like behind her uh, shoulders. Like she looks like a different person, both gorgeous, but I just had to get that off my chest and I feel so much better. Julia, you are forgiven. Thank you for venting and I grant you (laughs) approvalness. Thank you. So let's see. Uh, oh, I thought it was funny when Matt was addressing the group date and he says, yeah, Sarah left. Um, but her leaving has allotted him a lot more time to hang out with other girls. <laughs> I thought that was funny. I thought that was so funny. He was so stressed that he was going to have to go up to Sarah every single day and deal with the drama of the girls. Um, yeah. And then so after that, MJ talks to him first. Mm-hmm. And she, honestly, I'm sorry but she's just kind of annoying um the fact that she was like she doesn't need easy she like she's like I just need time with Matt and it's like okay this time with Matt thing has got to go these girls fighting about time I am really over it they are obsessed with it but yeah no I agree I mean if we want to get into it time is just an illusion time is a social construct and these girls need to shut the fuck up MJ you know she is a Sagittarius and she she has a lot of pent-up aggression. Like she's like losing it. Okay, but in this moment, yeah. her face kind of looked very like childlike to me. Like she kind of has the face of like a seven-year-old boy. Were you gonna have five too? Like kind of like a like what Victoria said, like a jester. Like she looks like a like if you look at her face, like she's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. But. If her hair was like in a bun and she was wearing like a hat. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. MJ, I don't know. You got to get out of here. I think she was just obsessed with Sarah. I really think that's what's going on. But yeah, Matt is like, however, throughout this date, even like questioning whether or not to open up to other girls because of Sarah. Yes. Matt. Okay. This whole time until I'm jumping ahead, but until he has his one-on-one with Michelle, this whole time he looks just tired. He looks sad. He's just over it. This man is her hurting he's hurting hard yeah he's so tired he's I think got the bags I don't know got the bags <laughs> under his eyes it's contagious I guess <laughs> but yeah I mean he's so okay him and Abigail that kind of went away because he talks to her they, they don't really kiss I totally agree I wrote something down actually about him and Abigail she says like she doesn't she didn't even know that she would make it past the first night and it was kind of like in a joking way And Matt doesn't even, like, crack a smile. Like, he must really be hurting. Like, if he's not even a smile to sweet Abigail. 
I know. How can you not smile back? Yeah. I think Matt is just so overwhelmed. Yeah, but he's so stressed. Do you think it's weird that Abigail hasn't had much time after the first impression rose? Like she hasn't had a one-on-one, which is surprising. Definitely. I I mean, she doesn't even like get the group date rose, you know, stuff like that because she's literally a group date regular. But yeah, I thought it was weird. Um, I love Chelsea and how she talked about, you know, her insecurity with her hair because she was a person of color and how she had to chemically straighten her hair every day to fit in Mm -hmm. because she grew up around white people and and for her to open up like that in front of the camera and to Matt, it was like a very touching moment. And he's so supportive. She's so beautiful. And even her with hair, I love her both ways. Like, <laughs> but the style that she has now, though, is really cute. She, it really shows. I love it. Is the most gorgeous person. And yeah, I think yeah. it's um, such an interesting and important topic to bring up because hair Definitely. is so emotional for um, Black women. Yeah. And it's something that is totally overlooked. And even with um, the resurgence of like Black Lives Matter movement in the summer in the United States, you know, on Instagram, like I learned so much about what's appropriate to say to Black women about their hair and what's not and like history behind it and like the actual feelings. And I think it's very strong of her that she would bring this up on the show. Definitely. Definitely. I thought it was great. I love that he said that he has a wow moment every time she walks in the room. Yeah. Yeah. And he's so cute. He called her first night dress a bam bam dress. It is (laughs) a bam bam dress. I think she was the best dress of the night, honestly. That dress was so, so incredible. But yeah, so then they kiss, which was super magical. Was that their first kiss? I thought so, but who knows? All this <laughs> kissing all in the house. We don't know it all. I feel like there's a lot more that goes down. He is literally like, remember Ari? They called Ari the kissing bandit. Like Matt is literally like the kissing sloth. Like he kisses more than, and he kind of looks like a sloth, like with his eyes. But he He kisses more than Ari. He kind of is slow, like, into the um, kiss, too. It's like a slow, slothy movement where he doesn't say anything. He just, like, goes into it. Dude, he kisses everyone. But now that I'm talking, when he talks with girls, they don't spend a lot of time completely making out like they did. I feel like a lot of girls, like the girl that comes in tonight, like how she, like, just kisses him the first time she sees him. I feel like that just keeps happening to him. Like, Victoria attacking him with unwanted kisses. Like, I feel Mm -hmm. like he's just kissing in all of these activities because the bachelor is so creepy. Yeah, I feel like he just, like, kind of is, like, doing what he knows to do best. (laughs) Like, I don't know. Showing off his kissing skills. With open eyes, his unique approach. (laughs) Ari is such a weirdo. (laughs) I am so happy he's not The Bachelor this year. I'm so happy it's Matt. Don't you think it's weird that like Ari and Lauren, um, these past Bachelor contestants, have Instagrams for their babies? Yeah. Yeah. And they have captions. Yeah. Like, ooh, I'm growing in mommy's tummy. Like, you're not even (laughs) alive. And I see Lauren and Ari sitting on their couch in, what is it, Phoenix, Arizona, like just on Instagram, like thinking of captions, like that's so adorable. Oh my God. Yes. Like getting so hyper over typing these captions. Yes. It's so bizarre. It's so so weird. It's like (laughs) classic. Oh, and then also just one more thing about Ari. Ari was like um, shaming 
Taylor Nolan. Do you remember Taylor Nolan from uh, Nick Fial season, I think? And then she was on Bachelor in Paradise and she ended up with Derek. Do you know who I'm talking about? She's so cool. She ended up with Derek? Yeah, but they're not together. They broke up. And then remember, Derek went on Bachelor in Paradise with and ended up with Demi. But then Demi. Yeah. So Taylor Nolan is super big on anything sex. Like she's going to school to be like a sexologist, sex psychologist, something like that. It's super cool. She's into like all these sex toys and everything like that. And Ari like shamed her for it on Instagram and was like, you call yourself um, like not respectable, but something along the lines of like a respectable like person, but you're posting about vibrators here. How is that not respectable? I know. You know that is so disgusting. He, yeah, no, that's, that's really not okay. If I want to sell vibrators, everyone better accept it because you got to spread the love. <laughs> and also it's like, okay, Ari, you're like, calling her out for that it just shows that you don't know like you're not pleasing Lauren and she's obviously faking every orgasm she has she is faking every orgasm and they've never used a sex toy ever no, no foreplay it's just no. basic vanilla like missionary terrible on their couch on that couch Dude, they, prob- the they probably they probably yeah it's on the couch and they're like act out Chris Harrison's book <laughs> <laughs> Ari would like I have this photo of Ari dressed as like an old man from one of the dates and him like reading Chris Harris and stuff like all proper and weird oh yeah Ari God. is just the creepiest um okay but let's keep going to our talk about the good bachelor yeah so so yeah it's just like after Chelsea it's back to the woman and yeah. the queen and Katie are talking yeah and it's really awkward because it totally looks staged like the producers are like Katie go talk to Victoria blah 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 mm-hmm. this would be a good situation yeah basically Victoria tells Katie that she has to apologize to her and Katie's like no because I don't accept what you're doing because it's so disrespectful and then Victoria like calls her a bitch and then I don't know Katie calls her a bitch I don't know it's just the most dumb fight ever it was so bizarre like Victoria is going after Katie for having a vibrator and saying like (laughs) because she has a vibrator she's not ready for marriage and I, I mean, I respect Katie. She's a Capricorn. She's standing her, they're both Capricorns. Oh my God. Yeah. And both of them are standing their ground. But I respect Katie because like the queen is just like wants her way, you know, like she doesn't care who's actually right and wrong. Like in the situation, she just wants like Katie to apologize. Oh yeah. She's just being such a pain in the ass. She like never stops. But yeah. So then after that unnecessary drama of <laughs> the weirdest shit, uh, we go back to the date and Matt is now doing this thing where when he offers a group date rose, he has to talk about other girls mm-hmm. So um, as well when he gives out the rose. They did this. Um, the producers had Taisha do this on her season where she would say, well, what she did is she would say top two, then she'd give it to one of them. But now he's saying top two and then giving it to someone else. savage as fuck it's so savage wait I did not know that was like that for Tasha's season Mm -hmm. that's really I kind of like that Ooh, tension uh but yeah so basically he's like MJ you are strong you're resilient (laughs) um Abigail you know you're just the best uh Chelsea will you accept this rose yeah, she's well deserving of getting this rose and I love it. But yeah, so everyone I've noticed also on this date was super gloomy because guess what's happening? 
next the rose ceremony everyone's just trying to like get their time in their time cards I know it's a bunch in those time cards it's so confusing like the way this setup is like now it's a rose ceremony like I'm just like so thrown off like I hate when they do this I hate it honestly why can't they start it off brand new day you know rose ceremony was last week I know it's confusing me and it's kind of annoying because it's so unorganized Sarah Trot changed the entire show. <laughs> She's that powerful. The whole, the whole schedule now is just shit. But yeah, so that was the end of the date. The cocktail party of the rose ceremony. Do we want to jump to that? Yeah, okay. I have a qu- couple questions. So when it comes back after the commercial break and it's like the women are walking up to the hotel getting ready yeah. to go to the cocktail for the rose ceremony, I was confused. Like, are the women not staying in that hotel? Or because they're like walking up to the hotel, but they're all ready. Or like, did the producers tell them to get ready walk down those stairs and then walk up the stairs that is so fucked up yeah because (laughs) they have to be in the hotel right yeah okay yeah that's so weird yeah those poor girls walking up and down the stairs with their heels but yeah so victoria has to start it off with some drama saying that she's elsa and oh anna wants time okay the way that she was (laughs) dude this was actually funny (laughs) What, what was it Anna like it's it's Anna right it's Elsa and Anna yeah well I I think um Victoria has um an accent of some sort because remember she was yeah Sara and then she said like Chris Harrison like I think it's hard for her to say Anna Anna because whatever but yeah she basically um is talking about how Anna wants to take Matt but she's gonna take Matt and she basically says let it go bitch (laughs) (laughs) which is so funny did you see also though they did foreshadowing because before Matt came in Anna was sitting and all the girls were talking and she was like talking about how last rose rose ceremony they like went after each other and it had like a really bad impact on Matt and how they don't want to repeat that tonight but then she ends up being like the shitster later yeah she sucks she's a hypocrite so Matt again talks about how excited he is to meet his wife and get down on one knee (laughs) okay how traditional are you we get it you're so excited to propose to your future wife but yeah so (laughs) he talks to Piper who we haven't seen much screen time of I think she's cute she's 23 I mean she's 23 yeah she's really young and I don't know I just thought it was really weird that he told her he was like the more time I spend with you the more and more I'm enjoying you I was confused by the word choice of that (laughs) he literally I swear he has a script of five phrases that he tells to the woman and that's like one of them he just doesn't even know what he's saying anymore I feel like but Piper is so beautiful and I feel like she is a really strong woman I don't know if it's just because she's a Leo but there's there's something kind of sus to her yeah I think there's something yeah I get it because she was kind of laughing along with the girls and kind of saying Mm -hmm. some things I thought that was weird but the Leo in her just probably wants to feel included in the group so I feel like she didn't mean it but still that's fucked up but yeah I mean I think it's really cute that they're talking about her sisters and her mom mm-hmm. I, can I like her and her going and on the trampolines with her siblings and dude just- totally and just like having big like hug like family hugs like with their yeah. strong moms strong moms blue sky trampoline <laughs> burgers like they would corn totally on the cob <laughs> corn on the cob is a must and mojitos 
<laughs> with the toothpick with like the umbrella just to like yes. a little decoration like they're drinking out of like plastic cups <laughs> did you know that my dad for christmas bought me mm. plastic uh wine glasses dude I break a wine glass like once a week it's insane like they just break in my hand it's honestly not my fault I break every wine glass I get I totally get it that's actually a really good idea it is I'm using this as plastic it looks like glass yeah it's plastic oh my god that is so cool I want one I'll, I'll send you some because honestly dude wine glasses break so easily do you want to know how the last wine glass I broke broke no I do want to know I I haven't heard it okay so (laughs) I was like you're like shaking your head no no sorry guys I've had a lot of wine (laughs) okay so I was like holding my wine glass in my hand and I was on my phone and I was sitting on the couch and I have the iPhone 12 and my hands are super super small like childlike hands so the iPhone 12 is really big so it is really hard for me to like be one-handed on the phone and I always drop it and I dropped the iPhone and it hit the wine glass and the wine glass shattered and broke inside itself from the iPhone oh my god that is so crazy right Wait, Julia, you should also tell the story about when you spilled wine on my white comforter. <laughs> oh my God, dude, I spill so much. That okay, was so funny. Was that sorry. was so stressful, you guys. One time, Chloe was at work and I was at her apartment by myself and I was just like having the best day ever because I was pretending that it was my apartment. <laughs> and I was like, I had went on a walk. It was when she was living in LA in Silver Lake, if anyone has been there. And I went on a walk to this grocery store, Yummies. And I was just like walking around and I was just like literally having the best day ever. And then I was waiting for Chloe to get back. So I was drinking red wine and I was like watching Bachelor in Paradise on her TV. And I just like was having, I was in such euphoria that my glass was full and I was like holding it with my one hand and I go to get up to do something and I forget that the glass is literally in my hand and I just like (laughs) throw the glass, like all the red wine onto Chloe's white comforter (laughs) and then spent the next two hours trying to get it out before she came home. And she didn't tell me this was happening. I don't mind. I would just buy another comforter, but Julia, this was like the end of the world. But I get it. That was really nice of you. A good friend. Well, I had a little PTSD to one time Chloe was at my apartment with my old roommates and she spilled tequila on one of my ex-roommates beds. And it was like the worst (laughs) thing that could have happened in the entire world. Like my roommate freaked the fuck out. A drop of tequila. And yeah, people spill things. No one should be looked down upon. It's not their fault. It's an accident. Like truly, it's like I didn't mean to do this. And also tequila's clear. Like you could just wash it, you know, like it's it's not gonna stain like the red wine stain on your white comforter. I was like stressed out. That was like a teardrop of tequila. Barely any. I didn't even see it hit the sheet. I can't even see that I saw any tequila, okay? I was like, it never happened. (laughs) Honestly, I never even saw it. Maybe I was just super drunk. I don't know, but... I didn't even know what was going on when I saw um, one of my roommate's boyfriends like on his hands and knees trying to scrub the scrub the tequila out because he was probably scared of the wrath. He was like, this bitch is going to murder me tonight. Oh, my God, I need to get laid. <laughs> scrub, scrub, scrub. <laughs> get this. 
Hey, I I respect it though. I wish like I my it. partner would do that for me, honestly. He was the best boyfriend. He was so nice. He did so much for her. Dude, I he wish. was like he would like bring her coffee in the morning, I feel like. He'd be like, what kind of bagel? Anything for you, babe. Anything. Dude, best boyfriend ever. How do we find how do we land a man like him? We never will. Dude, Just okay. Just kidding. No, we will. <laughs> we need to get back to the show. We've probably lost so many listeners. Fine. It's fine. Okay. So Matt's talking to Kit, right? And I think it's interesting because I think she's a very interesting person. So seeing them talk, she's very confident. It's cool. He like thinks she's cool. He really likes her. He, I thought it was funny when he was, he was telling her how he loves being around her and her face, like she was just nodding and she was like, uh-huh. Yeah, like, tell me something I haven't heard before. Like, she is super confident. She's super confident. And he said that, you know, he's really enjoying to get to know her. And then, um, I don't know if you said that. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Just adding fillers in these days. Just writing in my own script. Um, (laughs) So, I mean, I thought it was cute that he asked her, you know, to think about what it would be like with them in a relationship. And I thought that was kind of cute. And she's like, oh, yeah, looks good. I'm like, typical kit response. And then um, Matt talks to Victoria. So we know Victoria has been wanting to talk to Matt all night. She's so excited. And I mean, I kind of feel bad. She kind of started crying and she was saying how she's having trouble because she's not getting constant like validation because she doesn't know if he likes her or not, which I don't think he likes her. Dude, he does not like her. I'll explain later, but... Yeah, but, uh, yeah, he doesn't. But, of course, Chris, sneaking Chris, has to come in and interrupt. Like, definitely Chris. Chris. (laughs) He's so sneaky. Um, But I feel like he kind of maybe rehearsed the scene beforehand. Like, you know, the way he was going to come in and be dramatic and be like, Matt, I need to talk to you. I was like, did someone die? Like, what is that? I mean, obviously, we knew what was happening, but it's kind of like an emergency phone call thing. And, but yeah, Matt like jumps up right away. (laughs) Like he's so excited. Yeah. He's like, thank God. But also, okay. So did you notice that Matt like gives her a gentle hug and leaves? And if you notice, Matt has been like dipping and just giving Queen Victoria hugs and like literally kissing her. Oh yeah. He will never kiss her again. He's like, that was in my past. We don't look at that. Yeah. I feel like he wants to send her home, but the producers are just keeping her on for entertainment and drama. And I, it's definitely an agreement, but yeah. And then we get to Victoria, these, you know, these interviews of her interestingness. She's like, I can't even communicate my one thought. Like, you know, thank you, Chris Harrison. I was in the middle (laughs) of a sentence. Literally so funny. So Matt and Chris Harrison leave and all the girls are freaking out. They all think that Sarah is coming back. And I just think it's funny because they think Sarah is coming back. But like little do they know five more women are coming. And they're like, if Sarah is coming back, like she doesn't even know what's coming. And it's like, oh my gosh. Like like, these girls need to calm down and just trust the relationship with Matt. If you do that, just move on. You know, you can't control the drama, but whatever. They're extremely annoying. Um, so yeah, so they think it's Sarah. Victoria's like <laughs> looking behind the window, like the infamous window. Is that Sarah? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so we get this lovely Brittany from Chicago. I think she's cool. We we have oh. to talk about when I don't know if you picked up on this, but when Chris mm. tells Matt, like, you know, there's more women coming in. 
did you notice his face like his face he didn't even like smile like he was like fuck like I literally cannot handle any more woman and his smile was like so yeah. plastered like on his face yeah. he's so stressed like staring out just smiling just not knowing what to do looking into the woods like should I run into you know the forest yeah and I feel like it? I feel like they the producers didn't actually tell him like they, no one gave him a heads up and he literally in his eyes was like fuck you Chris Harrison like you did not wow. tell me this was gonna happen fucking Chris they betrayed him <laughs> definitely um but yeah so Brittany comes in and she's from Chicago and she says that she wants to make up for lost, lost <laughs> times and she makes out with him yeah and he definitely woke up after that he was like okay I'm down for this shit like okay bring it on more bring, woman I'm very happy woman on. <laughs> I'm ready more makeout sessions I'm good uh but then of course she walks in the women are being extremely rude to her Victoria is just being annoying she said something really weird like you quarantined in your room as like a backup and now you're like coming in as a backup yeah but then Brittany like fires back and is like yeah they saved the best for last and that was so funny when like the queen was like so what was your first impression and Brittany's like oh like I was just saying I have to make up for lost time and then I made out with him And I thought that was so funny. But then the queen calls her a slur. Oh my gosh. Are we a in slur? middle school? I know. I would honestly, Victoria's like an eighth grade bully. Like she is not. Oh my nice. God. And- she is. Wait, when is the last time you used the word slur? Eighth grade. Probably seventh right? grade. I don't know. No one used that uses that anymore. It's very dated of you, Victoria. But so yeah, dated. she's she's just extremely rude. I thought that was so funny what Brittany did, like the hand gesture that she did. Like they say the best for last. And she like holds her <laughs> hands up to the sky. Like, okay, yeah. girl. I thought her walk was funny. Like she was super confident. And I, I always respect someone's confidence, you know. No, like, me too. It's amazing um okay so next girl is michelle my first impression i thought she's so warm i love michelle yeah i think she's just super grounded and super sweet and i do think that they connect a lot like it's just it seems very easy as we see further along in the episode Mm -hmm. and then we see kimberly who is just so adorable and cute oh my god justice for kimberly Love yeah. that there was another Asian. We were so close to having, what, th- maybe three Asians, but spoiler alert, she doesn't make it. But her dress was <laughs> so fucking dope. And also, if you guys peep her Instagram, we posted one a, like a story of her page. She's dope as fuck. Yeah. And she's she's so funny when she was talking about her dog. Yeah. And it her was hair, so her hair, how it gorgeous. flips at the end. Like, she's so cute. Yeah, she has a really great personality and she's beautiful. He definitely missed out. But yeah, justice for Kimberly. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and then we get to uh, Catalina, who is Miss Puerto Rico. Dude, and Mari's like shaking in her boots. She's like, God damn it. <laughs> Just kidding, Mari. I seriously love you. You're my uh, favorite. <laughs> oh my gosh, I did not know about this love for Mari. <laughs> I just feel Uh, bad yeah for sure um (laughs) but then uh she yeah so basically they interact uh Catalina comes into the room with all the women and Catalina's wearing a tiara oh my gosh Queen Victoria is just so upset that she tells her you know to come over here all the girls like move over this girl is scary she's (laughs) dangerous okay 
And yeah, so then she, oh, so she takes the crown from Catalina and then someone's like, that's not the way that like Elsa royalty, like what was that? And then she took it off because she like listened to the other girls. Like she took off the tiara. Yeah, but who the fuck like takes some, that is so invasive to take someone's like crown off or hat or something off of them. Like you're invading their space and like you're taking them that off of her and putting it onto you. Like who the fuck do you think you are? Like that is so inappropriate so inappropriate like, that like it's just you're going into someone's energy like you're like literally pulling something out of their hair yeah the other women were just like giggling as like victoria was doing this whole charade with catalina and it's just like god like stop laughing like I get that they're mad. I totally understand. They're unhappy that like five new women are coming in. But, you know, to like ostracize these women and for what, 30 of you to gang up on the five of them and like be laughing at them, that is like not okay. No, it's definitely not okay. And I feel like these women have something in their contract about letting Victoria do her thing. Because I think it's like a full-on performance, even though it's her just being completely evil and mean to all the other women. And it's not okay. Because these girls just take it. Like, they're just okay with it. It's like they're, like, rooting her on. I'm really confused. Victoria's really mean. I do think they're scared of her, but also they are, like, laughing with her. So it's, it's, like, hard to say where everyone stands. Yeah. But right now, as a group, I don't like any of them, but Katie, honestly. Like, of the quote-unquote OGs, as they're calling themselves. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I don't like any of them. So then all that stuff with Catalina happens, and then it goes... (laughs) I know this, this is so funny. You're good. I know it. Yeah. <laughs> it Talk goes back it. to Matt and he tells himself to breathe. He's like, <gasps> breathe. <sighs> and he's like, a hundred percent chance there will be hostility. A hundred percent chance there will be drama. He looks so fucking stressed out. And I definitely think Sarah left the game at the right time. I mean, he's really affected by all of this. Sarah left, five new girls, all the other girls he has to deal with. Like, he's so stressed out, dude. He's so stressed. He, yeah, he even talks about it later. Like, he's really losing his mind over this process. And that was really fucked up of them to bring five more girls onto him. He was already so, so damaged um, yeah, already. Do I love to see the drama and the woman oh. breaking? I, I'm I'm salivating. I love it. I, I love it. Wait, Julia. So we need to talk about Anna because we have a lot to say about her. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, she's extremely mad and jealous of Brittany because she claims that she, you know, has uh, sex transactions and all of this bullshit that she talks about. And even if it was true, respect it. Like, don't talk and shame it. It's not okay. Grow up. Who are you? The thing with Anna is, and I wrote something down that I actually had a massive realization. So Okay. When all the women are together and they're waiting for Matt to come back and all the girls are bitching. Like, I do feel bad for them because that's stressful. But all the girls are yeah. bitching because, like, they're basically saying, like, they're stressed because um he might be looking at the new woman as, like, shiny new toys and, like, new things to play with. But it's, like, woman, have some respect in yourself and, like, yeah. confidence in yourself. Yeah. And, like, you don't want to be with a man who is going to be distracted by a shiny new person because exactly how how is your relationship gonna last in the real world 
if you're with someone who is just going to be distracted by like every new person and it's also like have more respect and confidence in Matt that he is not going to be like that like they're treating him like he's like like a 20 year old boy like a college boy they really are and yeah they're so focused on getting time and their insecurities are coming out they're spiraling down these women are going fucking crazy and yeah I would want to be with a guy that yeah bring on the woman and if he sees me through those women then we're meant to be together you know yeah and that's what Katie says like she's like I don't care like literally our queen is like I don't care like who is in this process I'm only concerned about my connection with him and she did that in the last episodes asking Sarah to stay because she wants Matt to see through his relationship with Sarah because she doesn't want to be a second choice no and that was that's when you know you love yourself yeah and Katie really proves that and validates that information she's incredible I love her she's like my only my only hero in this in this season she's such an inspiration like she's like literally inspiring me like especially later in the episode like she's inspiring me to like stand my ground and like yeah do what's right you know like don't be pressured with like other the groups or something like that like she stands in her own you know and then you don't give a fuck what other people think it's like I'm doing the right thing like if you're gonna want to do the wrong thing then fuck you you know but I'm gonna keep doing my own thing Okay, let's see. So Matt then comes in and addresses the woman and you can tell that he's like nervous because he's like, fuck, this is pretty stressful. And (laughs) he basically, this was so funny. He proposes a toast and calls the woman the new arrivals. Like, that seemed so much like a game calling the woman arrivals. Like, what the fuck? OG versus the new arrivals. Dude, Matt started this whole thing, like, saying, like, I toast to the new arrivals. He's so weird. He's, like, an alien. He but is. Oh, my God. He's, like, an alien. He is. Dude, he's such a gray. I'm obsessed with aliens right now, and, like, he's such a gray. It's, like, this type of alien that's called the grays. They have big eyes and, like, big kind of, like, heads but like small bodies and that's literally Matt he is the perfect body I mean how do you not eat cookies at night like I just don't get it he's perfect I could never be with someone like him like he wants to exercise all the time ride the peloton like no I want someone who will like eat nachos with me and he claims at the end of the episode that physical activity is very important to him okay. and yeah. taking care of like his physical body. And it's like, you know what? Sometimes you have to treat. Yeah, no, I want not a guy really. who will eat nachos. Yeah. I'm not going to eat red peppers with you in your bed. Like that's our dinner. Like I just can't. Dude, he is in really good shape though. So, okay, let's get back to it. So he does the toast, calls the woman new arrivals, and then Victoria steals him. Oh man. Oh, okay. So this is when Anna says like she recognizes Brittany and they're both from Chicago, but she says like, all she says is like, she's sketchy. She's like oh, yeah. sketching in her teeth. She's like, oh, she's sketchy. She's like sketchy. Like, <laughs> I just can't move my mouth. Yeah, she's so annoying in her eyes. Her <laughs> no, I whatever. Um, I don't really know you, Anna, but you're just like, whoa, pump the brakes, man. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> but yeah, okay. I also okay. So Victoria and Matt talk, and it's obviously so staged the way that they're talking it's crazy so she's like yeah I think we're a great match and he goes agreed 
And then they just naturally get up. And then Brittany, right, comes and talks to him. Well, I think Victoria saw that Brittany was coming because she saw it and she like saw it in her face and then she wrapped it up. And then because Brittany was standing right there. So she knew. But then that was another time when Matt just like hugged her and like did not kiss her at all. Like, yeah, he's definitely not into her. But then <laughs> let's see, Matt and Brittany talk. I mean, she has a lot of confidence, like we said before. I do like her, whatever. I feel bad for her, honestly. Yeah. And then it's just a montage of all the new girls talking with him and then all the OG girls explaining how mad they are. And then we have his talk with Michelle. Michelle. Oh my God, yes. Nothing. I feel like they didn't talk about anything specific. I just felt like they they were connecting. Oh, yeah. yeah. Honestly, though, okay, these new girls for you and I, it's like stressing me out because I feel like I just started remembering all the OG girls' names and yeah. I remember the new girls' name. It's really hard. It's Michelle. Oh my God, what are the other ones? Uh, Catalina. Kimberly. Yeah, and Catalina. I think that's. And Brittany. Yeah. And Brittany. Yeah. And then there's one more. Um, It's like Ryan. Is it Ryan? Yes. Did they bring more than five girls? It was five. It was five. Um, okay. And Ryan's like chill. Um, she's she so cool. A, yeah, she's super cool. So yeah, I feel like Michelle and him, like he genuinely was like laughing when she was saying like they think like she thought they would breed well. Like they definitely have a connection. Yeah, um, they're perfect. Yeah. And then we go to the rose ceremony. Matt mm-hmm. looks so tired. We need to get him like a kombucha, like a June shine or something. He's just like exhausted. Poor baby. He needs a spa day where he gets <laughs> a wax. He gets a massage. He goes in the sauna. Like he's at this luxury resort. Like, can't you see Matt doing that? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, Like facials. Like full oh on. God, like cucumbers on his eyes. Yeah. Like, they don't, like he brings his own cucumbers. He's like, this is what you do at spas, right? Yeah. Oh, my. <laughs> But then they're really meant for eating. And they're like, what are you doing with the cucumbers? They're meant for eating. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's the rose ceremony. So Catalina, do we want to talk anything about? The only thing that's important is like Anna looked like she was in pain. Like she was like holding in a fart. Like her face was like so <laughs> tense. Like, and then like when he finally called her name, she like <laughs> ran to him like a fucking puppy. Dude, I know. Anna literally eats probably too many pretzels. Yes. Like a pretzel snacker. Um, yeah, too many pretzels that night. Yeah, it was weird. She was like talking shit about Matt. And then she like runs up to him when he says her name. Very yeah. excited. But yeah, other than that, Let's, I don't think I have anything else to say. About nothing that. special. I'm sad that Kayla went home. That was really such a bummer. Um, Callie and then the new girl Kimberly. But she's honestly too good for him she's super cool so she's way too cool isn't she an icu doctor yeah something on her profile like she was saying something like that yeah because i think she got her second dose um of the covid vaccine i think i saw on her instagram so she has to be a frontline worker but dude yeah she's too good for him anyways um yeah matt couldn't handle her no but basically, Princess of Puerto Rico or whatever she is gives a toast, which oh, I thought yeah. was funny. And then MJ basically is like, oh, oh the girls have no idea walking what they're walking into. They think it's just going to be like a walk in a park. Like, yeah, bitch, because they don't know that you guys are bullies. 
dude, she says that it's going to be a cakewalk. They think that it's going to be a cakewalk. What is a cakewalk? Do you walk on cake or do you walk while eating a cake? Like, what is a cakewalk? Do you it not makes know what no a cakewalk is? No, what is it? Oh my God, cakewalks are so much fun. It's something oh. we used to do in like elementary school. It's like you, oh. it's something I can't remember. It's not like rolling dice, but it's something with numbers. And then you like get a number and then you like walk to the number and then you get a cake. So you get a prize. Yeah, we used to do it at my elementary school. It was so much fun. Like, so there was a cake for every number. And when you would land on that number, you would get the cake. So it's like you automatically receive a prize. So it's like easy. So that's like what she means. It's like, it's easy. But like, dude, cakewalks are so fun. Like you land on number five, you get a chocolate cake. You land on number seven, you get a confetti cake. You okay, land on number eight, you get your favorite carrot cake. Vanilla <gasps> icing. <laughs> if I got the carrot cake, I would faint and eat it right there in front of all, all of my friends. And I would probably share it with everyone. I'd be so excited to win my cake. You land on number 12, you get a lemon meringue cake. Dude, it's... Yum. We should have our own cake walk. It's so much fun. We should try all different kinds of cakes. Like I usually eat the same kind all the time. I want to try something different tomorrow. You okay, know, so maybe tomorrow. What kind of cake would you want to try now? I want to try a weird, I will always go for chocolate. So I will yeah. try anything chocolate. I would do maybe, you know, a raspberry Ooh. white chocolate. That's <laughs> chocolate. Like or shaved like, white chocolate. That would be delicious. Be or like just a vanilla cake kind of thing or I want to try a pistachio cake yeah that's what I want to try I want to try a pistachio cake (laughs) or like a matcha cake or something really cool that has like that green flavor one time I was in um Japan and I had a matcha waffle it was like a matcha waffle but it was like a dessert with ice cream are you serious amazing was the waffle matcha flavored yeah it was like matcha green tea flavored (laughs) wow I am sold I will order 20 of those literally they were so small everything in Japan is just like tiny compared to America like the portions are so small you would need 20 waffles here we would bring like 20. I mean, the pancake house, they give you <laughs> 10 waffles. It's like, how can a human eat all of this? Like, Dude, this makes no sense. Or the pancake house, those massive omelets that they give you, those kind of like make me nauseous. It's kind of something too embarrassing. Much. Julia, me in high school, all that whole thing of pancakes gone. <laughs> the omelet gone. I wanted more after the omelet. I was like, I was healthy. Like, oh my gosh, I didn't get pancakes. The German omelet that like, Oh my god. It's like, it's like apples. <laughs> I ate a lot in high school. I really lived then. I uh, can't do that now, but I try I try my best to treat myself. Aww. Okay, so Chris Harrison comes in creeping along. I don't know why. He's always <laughs> just like bumping in, super confident, performing so much. And Victoria, her voiceover is on overhead and she talks about how she's upset and that four out of the five women of the new girls got roses out of everyone else. And she says something really rude, what which you say? probably have written down. She says that she hopes all the women drop like flies. (laughs) Yeah. Like that is so mean. So you wish death on these women. (laughs) And she's been calling them. So she starts calling them the newbies. So this is like the beginning of the separation. You know, it's the newbies Ugh. versus the OGs. God. And she she has to, the, the new arrivals. <laughs> yes, the new arrivals. 
But yeah, so there is a group date with the new girls. Yeah, so it's Mari, Brie, Abigail, Brittany, Ryan, Catalina, Maggie, Anna, and Victoria. And it says, let's (laughs) fall in love. And... What I think it's Ryan. Ryan is like, yeah, like, let's do it. Like, I'm excited. And all the old girls are like glaring at her, like fucking over it. She was so happy. But you know what? (laughs) I love it because that's when you know you just trust like what's happening. Like you Mm -hmm. just have to be like, you know, these girls are going to hate me no matter what. So I'm just going to be happy. And yeah, we're going on this date. So let's fall in love, Matt. Yeah. And okay. well, I think. okay, wait, one thing before we go on to this, Julia, guess who just moved to New York City? Who? You're going to die. Pilot P. Oh just my God. moved he, to New York. It's your time and he's single. So as Julia and I watched last season, the way that Peter reacts is the way he has really bad moves. But the way I would, you know, see my future soulmate to act like we're just the same person. I don't you, know. I just I, I love him. You guys are like, honestly, kind of like soulmatey. Like I know I Peter know. like fucked up and everyone hates Peter. But honestly, PP season was my favorite bachelor season. I found it extremely entertaining. But he's totally an empath. He like takes yeah. on someone anyone's emotions like in any setting. And that's like how you are. And like, he really like goes with his heart and like passion. And that is how you are. And like, that's what I want in a partner. To DM Pilot P and fucking hook it up. Let's make both. this happen. Also, it's okay. So we blame it all on Matt, but I was thinking about the process of The Bachelor and how honestly traumatizing it is for all of these women to go through what they go through. Also, quarantining before mm-hmm. the time of the world is weird. Like they're just going through a lot, but the process is already so fucked up. So, of course, that's why it always fails. Yeah. It does. It always fails. So, Pete, like Peter, you angel like I mean yeah you fucked up and you owned it and you said sorry but like it's because the process is so difficult I think it was really hard for him so yeah, um, I mean obviously the process is rarely successful but also PT <laughs> went with Maddie and then he and the Ann and then Maddie and then Kelly and then now no one like poor little PP so confused and then now Chloe <laughs> <laughs> um but also my other favorite bachelor just shows up and that's what reminded me to tell you about Peter but Ben fucking Higgins shows up to mentor Matt Ben is just so hot and perfect and just oh do we think Matt knows who Ben is (laughs) probably not (laughs) because he would not also be asking (laughs) Ben because he also fucked up too yeah Ben fucked up so bad but Matt says you know he doesn't know um (laughs) he asks like he's like does um what happened last night like has it ever happened before and like Ben's laughing but I think Matt is like genuinely asking like has this ever happened before like I'm so fucking stressed like I'm dying (laughs) like like, I need to talk to someone who's gone through this he's like is this how the show is like they bring in five women after like Matt has no idea um okay so I think he's taking every relationship so seriously. And so he's talking 
to Ben. And he's saying that he's super stressed that these new relationships are going to outblossom his current relationships. And he's just going to question everything. And he's like so stressed. He's thinking about a million different girls. And Matt, I mean, Ben is just laughing his ass off. I don't know what he's doing. And then he makes a joke about how they're the old regime and the oh new regime. And- that was so funny when he called the women the old regime. <laughs> I was dying. And Matt couldn't stop laughing either like I think it hit everyone hard when Ben said that totally so then they go into the day portion of the group date and Ben introduces himself to the women like they don't know who he is and explains the obstacle course wait wait wait, Julia I recorded his voice so we can hear him explain the instructions oh my god yes do it do it okay Ben if I was one of the girls I would want to leave Matt I I love you Matt but I would leave with Ben and I would just because he's like well he kind of has like a dumb face a dumb face that was so mean no he's super kind of looks like a pencil yeah honestly Matt looks like a pencil Ben looks (laughs) like a carrot dude Ben looks like a crayon thousand percent um okay so this game is so weird we don't know why they're playing this but let's listen to our beloved ben give some instructions number one is the pumpkin race you're gonna get into a thousand pound pumpkins row across the lake to where matt will be waiting for you and it's a foot race to station number two as squirreling around you're gonna put on your squirrel costume once you do that fine your acorn and carry it like a squirrel. <laughs> You're going to walk across the balance beam, drop your acorn in the bucket, and it's a foot race to the finish. And the winner of this is going to get a very special prize. Can I say, first of all, weirdest obstacle course ever. Sounds terrible. And Second, Ben designed it. <laughs> yeah, why do I feel like Ben Higgins is, like, obsessed with squirrels? Like, he himself is squirrely as fuck. And like, I feel like him and his girlfriend or fiance, like these are their squirrel costumes and they like wear their squirrel costumes like around their house, like eating breakfast, like making avocado toast on gluten free bread. Like he loves squirrels. (laughs) He looks like a squirrel. And like maple brown sugar oatmeal, like looking out yeah. the window watching squirrels. Yeah, like blueberry, as they climb up blueberry pancakes with like maple syrup from Canada, like original homemade. And, and what in their squirrel onesies? In the vegan butter, like the Earth Balance yeah. whipped butter. <laughs> Mm -hmm. um yeah so so this game is like really weird we kind of see them going in I mean okay so one thing stuck out what Anna did that was the only thing I have noted because I think the game was just really weird but so to complete this you have to find your special acorn with your name on it and Anna is so evil that she hid Brittany's <laughs> acorn. So the entire time, she's just looking for his acorn. Also, Maggie is so funny. She's, like, in the <laughs> pond, like, rowing. I don't even think she participated. I would do that, too. I would just want to row, mm-hmm. um, even though it's <laughs> the water is a little green. But I would still <laughs> rather do that than play this game with the other woman. Same. but um but yeah so I don't know I, I thought this game was a little a little boring I'd much rather just be on a picnic yeah it was really weird I yeah it was savage of Anna to like hide Britney's acorn but I did think it was kind of hilarious um, it was the best yeah but then Mari wins 
and she just gets this like nut trophy like she didn't get anything else like what the fuck what a terrible prize what was what was the pain for what was all of that for a trophy who cares about trophies we're like children care but adults I mean it's just another thing to clutter around and store you know stressed out she's like what the fuck am I gonna do with this shit but then (laughs) the all the other girls begin this is when they really start calling themselves the OG girls and they're just like getting so clicky and it's really fucking annoying it's seriously the worst but then we move on to the night portion of the group date at the lodge and matt has a new nude turtleneck on he is just living he talks about how much he loves the nighttime dates because these games i think are really weird to him and he doesn't even enjoy to watch it because he thinks that it's just weird he just wants to date them and make out with them and drink so he's super (laughs) excited to have this and surprisingly he turns to anna and says you want to get out of here and she's like (laughs) her eyes are like frozen like what the fuck oh my god of course she's like gritting her teeth like yeah i do (laughs) more vodka (laughs) (laughs) and he's just like i don't know not like he just wants to talk so they have this like conversation about how she likes to ski or something (laughs) like that's literally all i got from it she's literally reciting this personal story about herself that she's been memorizing like every hour that she hasn't been with him she's like okay so the introduction is i grew up in wilderness like i'm a big outdoor girl like rehearsing in front of a mirror and like one eyebrow goes up you know it all stays in place she's like put it down put it down and she's like god damn it Anna remember to blink 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 it out she forgot that but it's all good so Brittany comes in and tries to steal Matt and Anna says no five more minutes is this like a thing now (laughs) when they ask for time five minutes everyone's stealing Sarah's gameplay play I'm telling you but so yeah, she says no, and then Brittany's like, I've barely talked to him at all. And then she's still like, okay, just give us a second. And that is so awkward for Matt. And then Matt is horrified. Like, he's, well, he's, like, very uncomfortable. And then Brittany is, like, in the phone booth, <laughs> like, watching with her arms crossed. And then Anna's, like, messing up as she speaks because she's so nervous that Brittany's there. So now he's like, oh, so what do you want to share with me? If you could share anything with me, what is it? And she's like, uh... Uh, staring at Brittany like uh, like her eyes like so confused and he's just he's like is this for the show I'm like he's very confused about all this drama that's in place by the producers so after this so he talks to Brittany Anna starts talking to Victoria because she knows Victoria is the only one who will sink to her level of projecting their insecurities out on someone Mm -hmm. and just be like I mean okay not saying this is ever okay but you know those friends that we have like Caroline where when Caroline (laughs) hates someone it's actually very funny when she like talks about it's so funny so when I want to talk about someone or like vent I talk to Caroline because she's always on my side so I think that's (laughs) what Anna (laughs) is doing with Victoria because she knows she's going to be a shitty person and talk shit with her and fall for whatever bullshit that she is spilling and obviously Victoria is also intimidated by Brittany because she's really beautiful but yeah so it's really weird Anna's like yeah 
she got a text message message from someone saying you got to watch out from for this girl and that she entertains men for money what I thought was really weird is that someone went out of their way to text her watch out for this girl the storylines don't really make sense I mean it's whatever like you know like people gossip and talk it's just like fuck you for shaming sex work like sex work is a valid and should be a respectable line of work and you know who gives a fuck if she's an escort like it's honestly really easy money to just like go and hang out with some old rich dude it's not like you even have to sleep with them like it's fine like why are you shaking it's it's, yeah it's a respectable profession I mean I yeah it's it's what they do and you have to like people need to shut up about it and stop like disrespecting women because these women choose to do it it's they make a shit ton of money like fuck you yeah and it's also like this isn't even true that we find out later on and it doesn't even matter if it's true but it's just like fuck like and it's like really like you know open your fucking mouth when you talk victoria stop calling women sluts like stop i know women down like both of you they're just they're really insecure and anna's obviously losing it obviously she has some issues and judgment issues yeah no i feel like britney is like that one girl for anna that was just brought in and just like you know that one girl in your life who just like pushes your buttons and you just like can't hold on anymore and like what is it like to ruffle your feathers yeah (laughs) just really really (laughs) ruffles anna's feathers but I don't feel bad. Yeah, it's for working. You no. shouldn't shame sex working at all. We do not condone that. But basically, no. they're talking shit, nothing really new. And then it's back to the woman. And Michelle is explaining herself, which I really admire, like saying how, you know, it is hard being like a new girl and basically saying like you guys are not being very welcoming, but all the OGs are being rude to her. They're being extremely rude. And she did claim that, you know, she's here for the right reasons. You could kind of see it like she's here to look for love. I don't get why these women are just so petty. Like it's out of your control. You're going to live with these women. Why not just be fucking nice? Like, why do you have to make it more difficult than it needs to be? It's also like the rose ceremony has already been finished. So why can't you just move on? Like now you guys are all in a group together and like you need to move on. Like you can't keep holding on to these little things. I know. They're just, they're extremely annoying. I've never seen such an annoying group of women. And that's these women. Yeah. Minus Katie. We love Yeah. Minus Katie. Yeah. I mean, and there's a few others, but, um, but yeah. So the date card says, let's catch up for lost times. The card goes to Michelle, which I am really excited about because can we ask for a better woman for Matt and just like a better person in general because she's so fun she has such a beautiful face and like a very beautiful smile and like yeah she just gives me such a warm vibe but all the other girls are pissed and I understand why they're angry but they're just being mean yeah no I mean MJ I know she talks about it and how they're she, they're just like jealous. They're like she's getting more time than we've had in the past three weeks. And is it their fault that they got chosen to come in late? Like just calm down. It's a one on one. MJ, you knew what you were signing up for. All of you guys did. So just shut up. 
I also thought about it. It's like, yeah, maybe if you're complaining about not having time, like he's not interested in you. And I think that all the women that are complaining, I mean, all there's so many women that haven't been complaining about time, but all of these women, I don't think he's interested and they're not getting the clue. Yeah, I think it's like they're taking their anger and aggression out in the wrong area. It's very similar to last episode with Sarah. They're taking their anger and aggression out on these new girls when really it's Mm -hmm. either insecurities with themselves anger about the process anger about like to mad that they haven't gotten in time but it's not jealousy yeah yeah and jealousy and it's not michelle's fault that you know she got the one-on-one like what are you gonna do fucking punch her because that looks like what mj wants to do it really does like she's gonna bring out her gloves and punch her yeah they're just (laughs) it just kind of shows how immature they are however julia this is a sentence that reminded me of someone from her high school the way that mj says she hopes she doesn't come back with a rose talking about Michelle yeah it sounded like do you see it wait can you see my sign language oh yes I know exactly who you're talking about yeah yeah. pretty crazy (laughs) yes so much scripts ranch energy in this episode so much if only you guys knew the drama but yeah so back to the group date yeah group date Brie and Matt they're super such a good looking couple I still don't think they have that much chemistry though like they can't like, okay, comparing, like, him and Brie's conversation with um him and Michelle's conversation on their one-on-one, him and Brie, I feel like they have chemistry, maybe, like, physically, but they don't talk. I think they're just, like, really calm and in tune with each other's energy. I don't know. I think they okay. really like each other. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I just feel like, you know, Michelle, like, they want to, like, talk and they want to explore, whereas Brie and Matt kind of want to, like, get deep and, you know, drink some tea. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like Brie and Matt, actually, you're right. Like, they're probably comfortable in the silence. We're like, I think um, we're getting ahead of ourselves, but Matt and Michelle probably have a little bit more flirty, like, energy. But, like, him and Brie, like, obviously they connect. I just, like, I don't know. Everyone's getting in my ears, so maybe I'm a a bit biased. (laughs) I think she's so beautiful. Like, I just, I can't stop staring at her when she's on the screen. I'm like, oh my God. Like, yeah, obviously she got the first one-on-one, obviously. You know, he loves her. Yeah. Um, But yeah, do we want to talk about, you know, how they huddle around and give out the group date rose? Mm-hmm. So he goes again, Brittany, I love your bold gestures. Anna, I love <laughs> keep getting to know you. Brie, will you accept this rose? <laughs> I think it's so weird it's like telling the other girls like yeah you were special but not special enough to get the rose yeah no again this is something Tisha did I don't know I kind of like it because maybe it's saying like oh you're my top three so like the other two will probably get a rose but you weren't good enough to like get the rose yeah I think it's a little weird it is weird I would feel feel uncomfortable I'd rather them not say my name really yeah yeah because I guess it's like you're so close but you just didn't do it enough but you're just not important enough but yeah so (laughs) now we finally get to Anna oh my god dude and okay so this is like crazy how she's saying that people were just sending her warnings about Britney like she's a threat yeah she was like yeah I'm from Chicago too and people have been saying like 
watch out for this girl. She's an escort. But why is she saying this in front of the entire group? Why didn't she I know her over? And then she's like, apologizes for saying it. She's like, yeah, that wasn't very nice to say to everyone. I'm sorry. But she's telling everyone in the group date. Yeah, no. And it was really crazy that they tried to trick us when they were doing like super zoom in shots when it started because I thought Anna pulled Brittany aside. And when I rewatched it, I saw all of the other girls and the way that Brittany was reacting. I felt so bad for her because yeah, again, they're singling someone out, making someone extremely uncomfortable. If this is your line of work, what if you don't feel comfortable talking about it amongst 30 other girls? No one's comfortable doing that. So obviously, yeah, they're super fucked up. But yeah, so Brittany claims that she had a boyfriend since she was 16. I mean, this is just ridiculous. And then Victoria is just like looking suspect as fuck, like drinking her champagne. And it's honestly sad because Brittany's like, yeah, I feel like everyone is against me. And it's really hard to be in my position because imagine like being a new girl in a group of like whatever, however many women. And you know, everyone's heard this rumor about you. And it's like a personal rumor and everyone was already against you in the first place. Like it's fucked up for sure. And then Ryan made a really good, good point when she claims that Brittany is going to have to carry this with her and defend it now. Cause it's like all people are going to be talking about with her. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was like really rude that Brittany does open up and says that they're making it difficult. And Victoria is like, then leave. And it's like laughing. And then who, who was (laughs) sitting next to Victoria no like Abigail but I or Piper I'm not sure who but they were like laughing when Victoria was like then leave and then was like laughing yeah all of these girls that are laughing with Victoria are insecure about the relationship with Matt because also in this in this time again I know it's hard to stand up to someone in a group full of women but you would think in this situation one girl would stand up for Britney like this is not okay how she's being treated and like they shouldn't just like laugh it off no no I would definitely I mean I I've never been in this situation but I would try to do my best to say something because that's not okay yeah so basically Um, the next day um it's three other women it's like Serena I think and Kit and someone else and they're talking about the rumors about yeah uh, Britney but they're being chill about it. They're like, you know, like sex work yeah. is so broad and like we don't know if this is true. Like they're being cool. And yeah, and how some wealthy man do pay. I, I think it was maybe they pay women to hang out with them. Because which, they do. And they, they'll pay you a thousand dollars. Why wouldn't you take it? Like yeah. who cares? Like get dressed up and have fun with your girlfriends. But no one could judge anything because everyone's so yeah it's it, it is what it is and it's it's a respectable line of work they're making money why do we care and they were so chill about it and they're just talking about it it is what it is um and then we get to a great shift in energy with lovely mm-hmm. michelle who's just i mean oh my gosh i'm also so jealous of her she's so fit like i really love her arms like she's, she's like she's so fuck. like yeah she, i really like Matt her. are like good in that like way that they you can tell they both like work out like fitness is super important to them like cannot really but that's great for you (laughs) (laughs) I've actually been getting into working out again and it feels actually quite nice you're you're like pouring wine down your throat (laughs) can't relate (laughs) 
Um, but yeah, so I feel like Matt is trying to be strong, but he's actually a little nervous, but she's not like, she mm-hmm. is so cool. They meet like with trees around them and they're just <laughs> laughing and There's I don't so even know. Weird. They have to like find clues and like, yeah. be super so basically <laughs> Chris Harrison has planned this date again. Like Matt stop giving Chris all the power. Like, Okay. Once they go ziplining and she finishes before him and they have that interview shot of both of them, they were yeah. so cute and like natural and giggling and like flirty. And like their arms wrapped around each other. Like they were a couple. They were being so cute. Yeah, she was like, yeah, yeah, like, to to, like me winning and like it was just like, oh, I love it. And then I know. there's this balloon popping section, which they have actually done on Tasha season where they had to pop balloons for clues. So it's like, come on, producers. Why are they Why are they copying ideas? That's so fucking weird. Stop it, producers. They're lazy as fuck. I mean, the producers are all, like, all their energy is going to, like, Queen Victoria probably, so. Producers hire, hire Julia because she's going to be the best Bachelor producer ever. Dude, that is my dream job. Like, if I had a job where I was, like, helping people and then could do a Bachelor producer on the side. Yeah. I'd be so happy. I feel like the bachelor producer though would really require a lot of time. So, so I don't think it'd be something time. you could do on this on the side. Okay, but then let's see. Oh, they both say that they want three kids, which was cute. And then at the they, same time. Mm-hmm, and then they go in the hot air balloon and they get their first kiss. And they like connect. Matt was like <laughs> super into it. What? They connect. Like that oh, kiss yeah. that they have, like he was kissing her very differently than he's kissed most of the girls. I think oh he was into it he was so into it yeah it was like is he like pressure off of of the hot hot air balloon because of how passionate he was kissing her no it was amazing um but yeah so do we want to say anything more about the date or do we want to move on um I thought it was funny that the producers gave the women binoculars and then they were able to see the hot air balloon a little bit of torture and I thought Serena was like funny when she was like oh saying the first kiss and then also she was like in an interview and she like forgot Michelle's name which was funny I love Serena she's also like I can't believe she's 22 I feel like she's 30 she's like a very special person I really like her yeah, she's, she's so funny mature. yeah she's so cool um but yeah no of course they're gonna you know float by in their hot air balloon and torture the woman uh, but then we have another group date. What a surprise. We get one one-on-one and like what three group dates? Are you there yet? Uh, yeah. So it's Katie, Piper, Serena P, Rachel, Kit, Chelsea, Jasenia, Lauren, Serena C, and MJ. Are you ready to fight for love? <laughs> uh they're like we've been fighting all day all night you know (laughs) clawing away um so we go into the night portion of the one-on-one and honestly I think that Matt has a new glimmer in his eyes like Mm. he looks like a new Matt like he's so excited about her oh yeah he's so smiley and grounded and 
I love her so much. So yeah, she starts talking about herself and does she get any more perfect? So she's an educator. And I really, I think it's really great that they brought up, you know, the Black Lives Movement and how her students who are people of color and how they're going through it because that's not really talked about. Mm -hmm. And also with, yeah, remote learning, it's very difficult for teachers to do this. So it's really great to acknowledge Yeah, I thought it was really, like, such an interesting perspective because, like, 2020, obviously for the whole world was, like, we were living in history, but, like, especially in the United States, like, there's so much going on where, like, every day was, like, a chapter of a history book, and for her to, like, bring up George Floyd's murder and, Mm -hmm. you know, like, yeah, how do teachers address this? How do they explain it? And also, you have to think, like, there's no curriculum set for, like, the whole country so you have to you know create it and also I do think like how it is taught is definitely based on like where it's taught right yeah and so it was just so interesting hearing her say like the parents say it's a touchy subject but they also Mm -hmm. want it to be addressed and like it's what you said remote so like how do you address such a sensitive topic and it was so it was very interesting to listen to yeah I love that she said that we have to address it there's no option like this is such a problem and the fact that I'm I think that's great that she talked about it and yeah definitely and then she quotes one of Matt's favorite quotes okay do you think that was real or do you think you like she googled like some of his favorite like mentors or do you think that was like real that she quoted like one of his most favorite quotes and then he was like oh what was it like Michelangelo or something yeah I actually really loved that quote and the way that it just flowed <laughs> was so perfect and yeah emotions are important and yeah I think she loves him so much honestly but he loves her like he was saying that his conversation with Michelle is going a lot more yeah. smoother than the conversations with other ladies like sadly. in the house yeah. yeah he called them out but I think this is good this is like a huge wake-up call for him and I think it'll allow him to make better decisions and just cutting people out that's why I'm excited for the not the next episode but once it gets further to really get deeper into these relationships yeah I agree and you know he says she gets the rose um he doesn't want to scare her but he's really comfortable with her and and he she embodies the qualities he's looking for I mean this is like the 10th time we've heard him say it but I feel like he really means it this time no he really does there's definitely a sparkle in his eye when he's around Michelle and did you notice that they were surrounded by cars dude yeah what the fuck was that and she didn't get a hot tub I guess she has to earn it because she's not an OG maybe next time Michelle that's totally what it is (laughs) so basically it's Katie Brittany and Ryan I think and Brittany saying how it sucks that Anna like spread the escort rumor about her and it really hurt her And Katie's basically saying like, yeah, like it's been a really hard environment. Um, She's sympathizing with her and basically is saying like these girls like Victoria and Anna, it's like a new thing every day and they're being petty as fuck and they're being mean. No, 100%. I thought it was really sad when Katie (laughs) turned to Brittany. She's like, yeah, there's no secrets in this house. Everyone's already talking about it. And that kind of proved how horrible this house is. 
Yeah. And then, so that happens. And then it's the day portion of the group date. And we see Matt, he's working out. He has some timber on his back and stuff up a hill. (laughs) Yeah. And he's so funny. He's like, yeah, the girls have a lot of pent up anger and they have to let it out. Physical activity. They raise their children, child angry. Go run a mile, Brian. (laughs) Seriously. And then Serena calls him daddy, which I love. Oh my God. Mia St. John, the boxing champion comes in and basically tells them they're going to be fighting (laughs) against each other. Which is like the worst the worst group date idea to be honest I don't like these wrestling things like if I was ever put in these positions Julia like I I wouldn't I wouldn't do it I I, I wouldn't want to punch someone else no I don't feel it's terrible and then the <laughs> girls again are doing this whole OG thing and Serena's like um if the new girls were here she would try harder because they would she wants to beat their asses and it's just like yeah anna claims that there would be blood if the new girls were there yeah what the fuck you guys are crazy yeah it was really weird okay so wells is back i guess they don't really care about covid anymore they're just gonna bring in whoever they want for what 30 seconds of airtime 30 seconds (laughs) quarantine them and then bring them on the stage and then let them go it's insane but wells is back i'm feeling nervous and queen victoria says she would have punched katie and given her a black eye (laughs) which is fitting because victoria's eyes still like there's something wrong with it it has to be an infection yeah it's pretty gnarly i really hope she gets that fixed um but yeah seeing wells is a great surprise i love wells um, but yeah, so they start fighting. Um, do we want to go into detail about the fight or do we just want to end in how Serena got injured and they ended the fighting? Yeah, honestly, weird. I'd rather not go into the fight because like that was pretty gnarly to watch. I like how Matt like calls the fight over after Serena gets punched in the nose and he's like, we got to stop fighting once everyone's literally already fought it's like mm, he's like trying to protect his wife his future wife he's like include and he's like that could be my future wife up there i'm not gonna let her get injured i have i have to protect her i'm her husband dude and then it's so funny because then the fighting portion wraps up and matt is like yeah and like ladies like hit the showers put some ice on that nose and let's head to the cocktail party like matt you're not their coach you're their boyfriend you really just want to wants to get to the cocktails and have like a lemon drop martini and just dude he he exudes dad vibes like who says that like hit the showers like to their girlfriend if a guy i was hooking up with told me to hit the shower i'd be like you hit the shower (laughs) what okay so we go back to the night portion of the group date and i love that serena p's wine glass is completely full to the brim oh yeah (laughs) and it's just like basic shit like rachel says that the week has been hard and matt says for the hundredth time what does she need from him and then matt and piper talk um whatever it's kind of boring and then it's back to the woman victoria and anna yeah so we get back to these people and you know they're talking shit and they're just being so rude <laughs> they're saying that britney is a serial killer who's super weird who's like 
an escort and she's a slut. And yeah, I don't know. I just thought they were just getting so ridiculous. Like Anna is feeding off of Victoria's energy and Victoria is just talking shit. Cause she talks shit about everyone. And Anna is like loving this. She's like, say more, say more about Brittany. Cause I don't like her. And yeah, that's really low of you, Anna. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think it's really rude. Like, I don't think any of them besides Katie have a sense of empathy. Like, I just yeah. think just- And the queen calls Catalina the dumbest hoe she's ever met. Like, <laughs> and she won't last. Like, what the fuck? Like, what is your problem with these women? These villains are really making history right now because The Bachelor, the bachelor has not had it this bad. no it's so they're just like talking shit whatever and then it's back to the group date and the ogs are still talking shit about the new girls like i get they're mad but like dude mj like mj needs a xanax like i'm just so annoying she needs to chill and then katie stands up for the new girls and basically says yeah look we're all living together um she would hate to be on their side of things and then chelsea scoffs which is kind of disappointing i thought that that was really weird i questioned her yeah and then jesenia like agrees but it's just very clicky like but i love us and then mj calls on the varsity squad yeah that was really weird yeah and then god bless our queen katie like is trying to play devil's advocate and then she goes and tells matt like what's going on and usually i never think this is a good move but honestly like this house is toxic as fuck yeah i think it's a great move i think he with his influence it's pretty crazy i think he could make a huge difference by telling them to like stop and i think they will listen because yeah they're here for matt and he's <laughs> ordering them no but yeah they need a they need a wake-up call and they're being so immature and i'm so happy that they're getting called out on this shit but yeah these women are just acting so ridiculous they're being so I, ridiculous. i'm just in shock and i'm glad yeah. katie like tells matt i'm honestly just like so proud and inspired of her for like standing up for what's right that's super difficult and you know now detective matt is on the job he says no one will bully their way to his heart and he's (laughs) gonna get down to this and then did you watch that extra scene at the end where it's matt dancing with maggie I thought that was so fun, but why didn't they show that during the episode? They should have. It was. Why did they save it? Because some people go like they see the credits and they leave. It was too priceless to like just you know. But I thought it was a good move. If people, if everyone watched the credits, then it would be worth it. But it was so funny and cute, and she was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Oh, in the preview, and and also the preview of next week's episode Mm -hmm. of Victorious. I mean, like, I'm like physically, physically, physically like sick (laughs) oh my god and then she was getting like on sarah for fainting and then she's such a hypocrite like with everything like that happened she's ridiculous she's ridiculous but yeah um that's our recap that's our recap wow and we are going to end this episode with a fun little fuck mary kill of the bachelor contestants who we want to fuck, who we want to marry, and who we would like to metaphorically kill. So, Julia, do you want to go first and share your winners and sure. losers? Okay, so I want to fuck Ben Higgins because he made a very special appearance. And I just want to cuddle with him, a little spoon action. 
that's cutest. And then I want to marry um, Michelle. She was giving me really like chill, warm vibes. And she was like very comforting to me. I'm going to kill Anna. Yeah. Wow. I also said I would marry Michelle and kill Anna. But yeah, uh, I said I would fuck Brie, not Ben Higgins, because I didn't even know he was on the table. But Brie is also very beautiful. But yeah, Ben, there's also history there. Yeah. I would marry Ben. Yeah. Any face that pops onto our screen is fair game for this. Entirely. Entirely Peter. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> is Peter a part of this? Oh, well, Aww. thanks for listening with us. Um, I don't really know what's going to happen next week. Matt says he's going to create a safe space for people. So I feel like a fair amount of women are going to go home. The drama is going to yeah. be hot. I honestly can't wait. I can't wait to see it. And I can't wait. Yeah, because I feel like we haven't really been focusing on the relationships. We've been focusing more on the drama of the girls and it's getting really annoying. Yeah. And annoying that we have to talk about it because they're just so ridiculous, but it's kind of entertaining. But you guys are, you guys suck. (laughs) Yeah. All the OGs can sit down. Katie, I love you. And please like and subscribe our podcast. Rate us five stars. Please like our Instagram post. Um, maybe follow us on Instagram. Please. We need to build our Instagram <laughs> platform. So yeah, we support. We love all the support and love. Um, but yeah, I guess we'll be saying bye for this week. I hope you guys stay safe and healthy. We love you all so much. Bye. Nasty girl. Insatiable.